Hello everyone and welcome to Crime Vault, where we uncover sinister crimes and dive headfirst into them. Today we will be talking about Vlado Tineski in a segment I would like to call Murder He Wrote. Investigative journalism is a form of journalism in which reporters deeply investigate a single topic of interest. Usually like serious crimes, political corruption, or corporate wrongdoing. But what happens when wrongdoing is committed right under everyone's noses? Well, Vlado Tineski worked as a journalist for over 20 years. For most of his career, he worked for local newspapers in Macedonia. The town was small and quiet, and for the most part, his stories were on the doings of local schools and government offices. Then in 2005, he got a big story. You know, his big break. A woman had gone missing. A local cleaner and her body had been found raped and murdered just outside of town. Her body was wrapped in plastic bags. Tineski worked closely with local police and authorities to cover the murder, with his editor and the residents of the town praising him for his attention to detail. And now that will come into play later on in the story. Over the next three years, three more women would go missing, two of them later discovered in the same condition as the first. As he had with the first murder, Tineski covered them all with the same attention to detail, his column quickly becoming a crowd favorite amongst the locals. However, police soon began to become suspicious of Tineski's coverage. There were details that were popping up in his stories that police noticed hadn't been shared with the public, and then began wondering if Tineski knew who the murderer was and was keeping it to himself that he could, so that he could continue to report on the cases. It turned out that the truth was much more sinister, though. The police had been half right. Tineski did indeed know who the murderer was, as he himself was the killer. For three years, Vlado Tineski had been living a double life. His wife of 31 years described him as quiet and gentle, and his co-workers at the newspaper called him unbelievably low-key and soft-natured. However, Tineski's behavior everywhere elsewhere in his life suggested otherwise. Of the four women who disappeared, the three whose bodies were found displayed signs of being vicious viciously raped and tortured before being strangled to death with a phone cord. It was the knowledge of that detail that led police to Tineski in the first place. Though they had initially revealed that the women had been strangled, they had not said with what. Noticing that Tineski had correctly named the specific type of phone cord used, they arrested him on suspicion of murder. After questioning him, they obtained a search warrant for his house, which revealed further insight into his twisted mind. It also included more evidence, including items of the victims and notes about the crimes. He had been carrying out the murders, then writing about them in great detail for the paper, as if taunting the police. As for his motives, the police were unable to discover them. The victims were all cleaners, the same profession that Tineski's mother was in, and bore a striking resemblance to her as well. Police believed that they might have known his mother though a further connection was never established. After matching his DNA to the semen found on the victims, Tineski was arrested. While the police built their case against him, the former reporter committed suicide in his cell by drowning himself 
and a bucket of water. Here's a couple questions for you. Did you expect the outcome? And if so, why? Another question. Does investigative journalism interest you? Is there any other cases that remind you of the similar circumstances discussed in today's podcast? Let me know down below.